tell me, what is Hood Proud? I mean, basically, Hood Proud is something that the world needs. God has commissioned us to go into the world because there are people hurting. I mean, emotionally, and we're talking my people. We're talking the hood. We're talking people that are struggling to survive. And it's like when they're looking for answers, I mean, you could just say, well, pray. But, I mean, they got things that they're trying to accomplish. They got needs that need to be met. So what is Hood Proud? Hood Proud is the complete concept spiritually where God is like, first, feed the people. Clothe the people. When you're done with that, then tell them why you did what you did. Because when you explain to them why I clothed you, why I fed you, that's when I come in. Because I am the one that has commissioned Hood Proud. Time running out. Time running out. Can't you see we're living in the last days? Time to get right. Yeah, it's time to fight. Go to the Holy Spirit and no change of ways. God is trying to show us that he loves us. Because if he didn't, then he never would have sent his son. But seeing that he did, just accept this gift open your heart and know that Jesus is the only one. Slip about the 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 slip up and we still slipping. Still getting high, still drinking booze, still watching porn, still we all tripping. Gotta find a better way to really stress. I suggest taking a trip through Holy Scriptures, baby. Read it out loud. Read it on the train. Who cares if they're looking at you like you're crazy? John had a vision that the rain was flying in the sky. You think he kid, he thought he was crazy. You wonder why he wrote about the things he did or saw in vision. The clouds put together by God. We on a mission, picking up what John thought was the accepted. The college going to come out of Babylon because it's falling, it's falling. And anyone who gets the mark of the beast, we we'll take the rap of God, throw it up and cut and fall on the feet. It's the last thing you can get to make the calling official. If can't a weapon formed against your pocket, put down the pistol. Got a weapon that I told us in the sixth in the chamber. We start to finish it. We hit from Genesis to Revelation. God is patient. He's waiting on his people to pick him. The Holy Spirit's in the ears. He can shut up and listen. That's who I'm Father God, in the matchless name of Jesus, I'm asking that you begin to bless every city, every state, every block, every corner, every street, every alley. God, do something new in the streets like never before. We ask that you put your crushing fist down the devil's back. Non-violence, non-violence. We stand in decree that this world shall come into peace, even now because the blood still works. God, we know you can do anything but fail. In Jesus' holy name, amen. This is a game. This is not a game. The book of Daniel, the book of Revelation, all the prophecy that was talked about. You've been to sermons. You've been to church services. You think that all this fire, doom, and brimstone has been preached about and laughed about by the devil and other people who don't believe all this time because you think something's not about to happen? You better wake up like that dog barks. Just like something creeping up on you. This is what we are here to bring. Here to tell you right now to wake up before it's too late. Cause God ain't playing and neither is the devil When them sirens come Probation shutting down while you still playing around Now there's no more grace to be found While them heavens even roll Plagues and death reign over souls I bet you woke now but it's too late Now there's nowhere to go You got Christians out here dying While you lay over and seeing Sleeping with Satan you'll be weeping Wailing gnashing your teeth and don't let your life But be close without them blood dripping pages Put proud push this gospel for women And men of all ages Matthew 28, 19, and 20 is the commission that we live by, that we work by. It's basically why and how we operate. It says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things of which I have commanded you. So I am with you always, even to the end of the world.
Good evening. Welcome to another episode of Real Talk 101, Devil Exposed. One of your hosts, Orlando Boyd, my man Brad, Bradley Tremell, he's uh, vacationing right now in uh, Columbia. Uh, not Howard County, Columbia, you know, over there in South America, Columbia. Um, Darian, who's normally a guest like every other Sunday, I believe he has some stuff to take care of with the kids. So I'm rolling solo, me and the Ruwak. Um, he got me for about an hour, maybe a little more, maybe a little less. Um, let's have a word of prayer. Most high, thank you for life, thank you for health. I ask you to be with the families of those that are experiencing a loss. I think it was like two, three, maybe four or five shootings just yesterday, I think, in the district, and that's just in the district. Um, get Brad traveling mercies, be with Darian, whatever's going on in his situation at home. Uh, Damon, Mishi E, uh, Brother Dwin, um, his relationship. Uh, be with Jeanette right now, she's not feeling good. Stomach virus throwing up. Uh, the devil's a lie, he's a sucker, and um, there's no truth in him. So in the name of your son, Yahweh Shah, I'm asking that you move on behalf of your people and uh, touch the lives of those that are in need of your touch. Forgive us for our many iniquities. I'm asking that you send your Ruach to uh, be present in this, uh, this show. And uh, give me your words. Uh, this is my prayer in Yahweh Shah's name. Amen. So, that don't sound real loud, bro. Your sound, you, you, you hear how loud that mic sound? Yeah, so, um, testimony. Uh, several things happened this week. This may sound like a, a strange testimony to, uh, to some. I got fired <laughs> the week before last, and um, it actually was a blessing. It, it seemed like uh, the situation seemed like the situation wasn't going to be as proper as I hoped it would be. Um, my prayer was that the Most High would remove me from that situation if something was going on that was not proper. You know, it was a, a ministry, a non-profit, but we was working to get money. I'm going to leave it at that. And he chose to remove me. So all praise. I didn't stay out of work long, a week, you know. And he blessed me with my old position of BWI with my man. Spraying weeds, laid back. It's just going to be rough when it get hot. But um, brother still employed. Took a little pay cut. But uh, I got reacclimated to doing landscaping, so I picked back up some of my old customers. And... I let my commercial contract go, which I shouldn't have did, because the people that's up there, I don't like how they're doing it. You know, and I asked several people, and they like, man, they wanted me up there. It felt good to hear that. You know what I'm saying? They wanted me up there, but I chose to let it go because uh, I didn't want to stress myself out. And, you know, let somebody else eat. I ain't greedy. But uh, I will come back for that contract. I'm, I'm, I'm coming back for that contract. Um, some interesting stuff happened just today, you know. People funny. I ain't racist. I've said that multiple times in the show. I'm not racist, but I pay attention to people. 
white people are interesting. Um, people of color are interesting too. But there's a certain privilege that they feel like they possess. And I'm standing in advanced auto parts. This dude is looking at stuff. I step to the counter, you know, white dude on the phone helping somebody out. I guess he was the manager. And um, the dude walk up and position himself next to me. My body is angled at him anyway. He never looks at me. Engages the the, 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 the worker conversation about the product that was on the counter. And I'm looking at him. I was about to ask the dude at the counter, the register was like, man, was you already waiting on this dude? But that would have just sparked a, a potential argument. So I'm just looking at the guy, wanting to address him, but, you know, holding my peace. And he, 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 he continues to pull his wallet out and, and, like, step in front of me. I never moved. I didn't back up. I didn't turn. And then the whole time, you know, his brother walk up, this other dude, other worker. He said, I can help you right here. I step over to him. And the white dude left. He didn't even get the product that was uh, on the counter. But I didn't let it bother me. All praise of the most high. I, I recognized it. Didn't let it bother me. I go up TA, change my oil today. And I'm talking to a couple brothers out there. I'm uh, talking to a couple brothers out there. Hey, bro, they, they, okay. I think it might have been a little bit too loud at first, but I think not. I've been just told if you could turn the volume up a little bit, I guess, you know what I'm saying? People watching can't really hear. But, um, was talking to a couple young brothers up there, man. If, if I had a feeling, I didn't know I was going to pull up on the Pathfinders doing their thing. They had a bunch of tents set up, doing some fundraising, you know, today is single de Mayo for whoever celebrate that. Um, so I go ahead, I start uh, prepping the truck to do what I'm going to do. My man Charlie, you know, hadn't seen Charlie in a while, and brother Jonathan, they up there. Shout out to Charlie and Jonathan. I don't know if they're watching. I told them about the show. But we ended up having a conversation. Uh, I pull up. You know, I got, the, I got the, the, the sermonic flow banging in the truck. He's like, man, I've been following y'all. Where can I get y'all music? And I was like, man, it's coming. You know, it's coming. Y'all ain't got a CD or nothing. I was like, nah, it's coming, you know, in due time. Told him about the SoundCloud. And we just started talking. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I let him listen to a couple tracks. And I explained to him what Sermonic Flow is, as opposed to gospel rap, gospel hip hop, Christian this, Christian that. Sermonic Flow is something different. You know what I'm saying? It's, um, it's different. It's, it's testimonies and sermon mixed with verse flow. Um, yeah, it's going to be sermonic flow. It's going to be another branch of that, but that's, 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 that's coming soon. Um, but in the midst of us talking, it was funny. And I was explaining to him how a post was put on Facebook earlier today. And the question was raised, who did black people pray to before they were slaves? And I looked at some of the answers that others had given. And, you know, a lot of people love posting on Facebook without really giving thought to their answers. Um, but I didn't, I was one of those people today. I didn't give a, I didn't think 
the statement all the way through because I guess the question would have to be asked first, who do you consider black people? Or who are you put in that category of black people? You mean all people of color? Because, you know, Hebrews were a people of color, but Hamites were people of color too, and they didn't rock with the Most High. The Most High didn't rock with them. So if you want to categorize all people of color as black, you know, Hebrews prayed to Yah, or Yahweh, or Yahuwah, uh, uh, Ahia, you know, and various different dialects of the Hebrew or Phoenician language. But Egyptians, or them other pagan nations, they, they worship Baal, Ra, uh, uh, whoever the mother jokers is, you know, them, 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 them Egyptian deities. So, but my response was Yahweh. Um, and then I read, I, I, I put some other stuff there. Um, you know, his son, Yahweh Shah, or Yeshua, or Yehoshua, or Yeshia, all depending on the, the, the dialect of Hebrew. That um, my friend, Let me get a number out real quick. 240-719-2560. That's the hotline number. 240-719-2560. If you want to call in, comment, uh, ask for prayer requests, pray, whatever the case may testify, whatever the case may be. Um, so I'm telling him about that conversation. It took me to how I got where I'm at now. Just, just had a chance to rap to the young brother, man. I was telling him how the Most High is calling for soldiers, not necessarily puppets. You know, you go to school, because he's at school, he's at Oakwood right now, probably majoring in theology. I'm not sure. He might have a business major or something. But um, you know, you're going to school and you're being t- taught, trained, uh, coerced to carry yourself a certain way for a certain purpose, which you're told out front is for the spreading of the gospels, for the, the furthering of the kingdom. But truth is missing. So. That's neither here nor there. We didn't really touch on that. That was that was what, you know, came to me just now. But in the midst of us talking, and the brother Charlie, he white, and I told him, I said, Charlie, I'm not racist. And I don't mean no offense, but you know, Deuteronomy talks about the Most High's people being scattered or taken captive, whatever the word is. I mean, we could look at it to our our enemies' enemies. So if blacks, people of color sold other blacks into slavery. That would make the, those blacks our enemies. But the white people that they sold us to were their enemies. So our enemies' enemies are these white people. Again, I'm not racist. Um, I just like truth. And the truth is what it is. So I'm looking at this country that we live in. You know, it's a Christian country we live in. You know, everybody banging Jesus, everybody banging Christianity gospel this and gospel that um before we came here what were we who were we we weren't christians we weren't now that's not to say christianity wasn't uh taking over certain places in the world prior to this country's establishment but us people of color we didn't associate with not all of us, the most highest chosen people. 
to the best of my knowledge. Some tribes went astray, uh, chose to, to align themselves with the enemy for the purpose of infiltrating Judah, uh, Israel, two separate kingdoms. But all Hebrews, all the Most High's chosen people, yeah, they, they turned their back. They played the harlot under every green tree like we still do. But he never stopped. He never removed his favor from his people. Um, as long as the, 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 the sun and the moon and the stars doing their thing in the sky, Israel is going to be his people. So if you want to... If you want to make it so that the Most High ain't rocking with Israel no more, then take the sun, the moon, and the stars out of the sky, and I might listen to what you're saying. But while we're talking, this white dude walks up. And I'm standing there. And, you know, Charlie, you know, they say, bless his heart. He ain't big as a minute. Actually, he has gotten a little bigger, but, you know, he ain't really scared. He, 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 he hey, man, can I help you? And dude was like, uh... You might be able to. Oh, older white dude. I think he said he was from Shannon, Shenandoah. You know, they got some interesting uh, Adventists down on that end. Uh, he, 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 you know, he looked, looked interesting. Older, older white dude. Um, he spoke to Jonathan. Uh, he looking at me. I'm standing, had my hood proud shirt on. He looking at me. He's like, hood proud. Does that mean you're proud to be from the hood? That was several things I could have responded with. And I was like, hood proud is a ministry that I'm a part of. Oh, oh, that's good. So what's your ministry? And I had to, I had to choose my words. Well, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what I said. But I know it was along the lines of the Most High using us to open up people's eyes to truth, his people. Showing his people who they are in this book and the Bible and um, what his plan for us is in these last days. And he kind of stepped a little, you know, it ain't just white people, but yeah, they like to step real close to you. And, you know, you're looking at you all in your eyes, I guess trying to see if you're afraid or if you're unintelligent or can be intimidated, which none of that, I don't concern myself with any of that. And he was spitting a little bit as he was talking and I, and I, I wanted to tell him, man, you spitting. But I was like, I'm going to let him talk. And I'm responding. He's asking all these questions. It was weird. It was a weird. I'm looking at Jonathan. I stood my ground. He stood his ground. The, 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 the Buzz. Buzz is what he said his name was. Buzz. That's, that was his name. Um, he said he's just walking around, you know, just looking at stuff. Looking all in cars. And he had a book bag on. He just looked like a strange traveling white guy. But I'm pretty sure he was up there with everybody else. He, 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 he looking all at the truck. Oh, this is your truck? I said, it's one of them. And I got a, a few other trucks, a couple other trucks. Um, and, I, and I explained to him, I'm up here changing my oil. He actually interrupted our conversation. But he could hear the music playing in my truck. And every now and then he would listen to what's being said. And um, he, when he, he, he would say, oh, yeah, God bless you. I'm like, y'all bless you too. And he would look at me. You know, he would look at me and... Uh, before he left, he said something interesting. And Jonathan kind of looked like, huh? So he was like, uh, well, let me go ahead and leave before you all get to asking yourselves, am I a real person? Now, I don't particularly know what he meant by that. 
he might have felt as though I, I have a tendency to, to be a little overly ag aggressive, which I didn't think I was being, but I, I wasn't necessarily happy-go-lucky with him. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, we might mistaken to be a, 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 a real person. I don't know if he was implying that maybe we would uh, treat him differently or something, but you know what the scriptures say, be careful how you interact with strangers or how you deal with strangers because you could be dealing with angels unawares. I mean, yeah, demons are angels too. They just fall. I'm not saying the brother was a demon. I'm not saying he was an angel. He had a real interesting look in his eye. And I don't know. But that's what happened today. And, you know, me and Jonathan's conversation continued. And all praise of the most high, I got my oil changed. And um, I was debating on whether I was going to come here or not. Uh, but most high was like, go there and explain what's going on. So um, we as a people, by we, I mean people of color, people that aren't European um, have been tricked, have been bamboozled, <laughs> beguiled by the enemy and agencies, human agencies that are working hand in hand with the enemy of souls. Now, Yahawashah died for humanity. He died so that Anybody that parts the womb could be redeemed to a right standing with his father, Yahweh. But if you understand, if you know scripture, there was a brother at one point in time who opted not to rock with the most high's rules and regulations. And his brother's name was Cain. He was the first murderer. Um, the pen of inspiration says that he spawned his own race. A race of disobedience, a race of wickedness, a race of do as thou wilt, do whatever makes you happy. That was the, 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 uh, the, the, the mantra of, of his race. Do what you want to do. But it's interesting because human beings were created to worship. So... If you're not worshiping the most high, you got to worship something or you're not going to function properly. So to remove the most high, the only thing that's left, if you don't want to give credit to the devil, is you, self. So you remove submission to the most high to submission to self. Do what you want to do. And it's easy to do what you want to do. It's hard to restrain yourself from what comes natural. Adam was given a helper and Eve. And I don't know what type of role she played in the, in the rearing of her children, but she was given as a helper to Adam. Help me, because most I saw it wasn't good for man to be alone. But when Adam turned over dominion to Satan, when he disobeyed the command of the Most High to not eat the fruit of knowledge of good and evil, he basically gave Eve to the enemy to be his helper. And, and females, and I, I love women. 
but they, they they can be really vicious at times and 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 not being supportive of of the male so the question i wonder who they helping if you ain't if you ain't helping me who you helping um just you painting the picture broad enough and far back enough so you can see as time evolved as the first murder was committed and following murders and people's hearts got colder towards not just those who chose to follow the most high but human spirit the devil hates us because we're made in the image of the most high and not in his image and we if we look like him he'd be he'd probably be a little less mad but he's still beefing with us because Yahweh Shah chose to save us and he know he gonna cook when it's all said and done broil high when it's all said and done but as he's seen opportunities throughout history to infiltrate the minds of believing men he had to come up with a concept powerful enough to to rival the 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 the, the most high placed longing for him that's in us he placed something in us that longs for a connection with him regardless of what you call him you might call him Allah like I said you might call him higher. you might call him uh, 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 Yahuwah or, or, or Yahweh or Yahweh, Yahweh, uh, Most High, God, um, Jehovah, uh, whether, I ain't gonna say whether you acknowledge the son or not because I would advise you to acknowledge the son at some point, but whatever you call him, that, that, that void that's in humans is, is his place. You can't, booze ain't gonna fill that void, sex ain't gonna fill it, jack, cigarettes, weed, partying, hustling, killing, working, sleeping, eating, none of that's gonna fill that void. A relationship, a connection is the only thing that's gonna bridge that gap. You gotta bridge the gap. You can't put something in it to bridge it. You gotta, it has to be pulled together. Only the Ruach, you know, the Holy Spirit can, can, can bring that about. And the devil knew if I can, if I can get their minds off of Yah and get their mind on themselves, ultimately they're going to end up thinking about me, him, the enemy, not me. But he was successful in that transition. Anyway, it took time because you know, the, the children of Israel were, they were constantly, the enemy is constantly harassing us. You know, the Most House people always had enemies. The surrounding nations were their enemies. They weren't always beefing, but you know how people just hate. You know, you, you, you look a little better, you dress a little better, you smell a little better, you speak a little clear, you got a little more respect. So people just hate on you. You talking about the people chosen by the Most High? The world hated them, just like they hate on us now. They hated him. Of course, they're gonna hate us. But we were persecuted for his name's sake. His name's sake. His name's sake. And um, as they went through the motions, you know, getting, getting uh, taken captive by this nation, by that nation, by that nation, by that nation. All this stuff is in the Bible. You know, Babylon from Egypt. But they weren't really taken captive in Egypt. 
they were in bondage in Egypt. You know, they, they, they chose to come live there. You know, they came there because Joseph was there, the governor. So they, they made a choice to move to Egypt. I think it was Goshen or somewhere like that where they moved to. And um, it's just happened when, when, when the pharaoh that was cool with Joseph died, the other one that came, he said, man, man who these, who's all these jokers on the outskirts of my land? I don't know this Joseph. I could care less about him. But there's too many of them bambas over there, man. I got to figure out a way to, to benefit from this. So, you know, I'm going to give him a job. I'm going to do him a favor. I'm going to give him a job. Building cities for me. Building structures for me. Now, hey, you got these. These people are intelligent. They're, 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 they're creative. Their minds work good because they're connected with the most high. So everything we do, we do to perfection. So as much as we don't get credit for those colossal structures in Egypt, those ancient wonders of the, of the ancient world that are, that are still standing to this day, the most high gave them people the ability to do that. The Egyptians get credit for it, though. Um, but in that, here you in the wealthiest province in the land, in the known world at that time. And... Hey, you know, some people would rather be a slave in Rome than a free man somewhere else because you got certain privileges that come with being a slave in Rome. So there's all this bondage after hundreds of years or whatever in captivity and bondage in Egypt, you know, worshiping Baal, worshiping Pharaoh, worshiping the sun. And even the leaders of the even the priest, I'm gonna go as far as to say the, the leaders, whoever were considered, you know, uh, the ones that I guess conducted worship or you know devotion or whatever. I'm pretty sure they got infiltrated by the by the ones that that handled devotion in Egypt. You know, man, you, you, you teaching you teaching wrong. Check out our library, the library at Alexandria, you know what I'm saying, where they got documented stuff from Nimrod, from Babel. People weren't dumb. You know, the scriptures talk about the antediluvian world. They were men of renown. And jokers lived hundreds of years. They had big intellect. They weren't stupid. And they documented stuff. And I believe somewhere in that ark, aside from the animals, was documents of what the world prior to the flood was like. It's all how you believe. Might sound like I'm speaking German or something else to some people, but if you have an understanding of this, what I'm saying might be making sense. I'm trying to bring it home, bring it around to, to uh, now. But showing you what the people that this book is talking about experience, mostly by choice, because the choices they made just like we go through what we go through because of choices we make. But you got these people, this massive group of people. And they get, they, get, they get freed from this bondage by way of this dude, Moses, who the Most High said, look, go tell Pharaoh to let my people go. He's like, man, if I go and they ask me who sent me, what am I supposed to say? Who am I supposed to, who am I supposed to tell them sent me? Why would he, why would he need to, why would the Most High need to remind his people who he is? Remind meaning refresh, meaning at one point they knew him, 
what happened during that time in Egypt that made it so he had to refresh their memory on who he is. They adapted to Egyptian life. Man, we, we are formidable people. We, we, we tough. We resilient, you know. You put us in there. What do you say? You, uh, give me lemons, we're going to make lemonade. Uh, dump a bunch of poo on me, I'm going to make bricks with it and build a house. You know what I'm saying? It, it, ain't, it ain't never that bad, you know. I mean, it gets bad, but these people had adapted. And as much as they were crying about how hard the work was, I'm pretty sure they loved the parties. I can imagine they probably walk around half butt naked in Egypt wearing sheets, painting themselves up. You know, you got all these, these, these eye enticing, it's all this eye enticing stuff, you know, appeasing the flesh and the pleasure senses. I mean, shoot. Ain't too many, ain't too many church folk that ride down U Street on a Friday night. I don't care if you're just trying to get from Florida Ave, no, from 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 Rhode Island Avenue over to 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 to, to 19th Street. You on U Street, you ain't just gonna be able to look straight ahead. You might be able to, all praise of the Most High. There's gonna be so much activity. It's gonna be so much stuff. Saying, come here to your flesh. It gets a little hard to to ignore it. And then when you're constantly surrounded by it in Egypt, America, when you're constantly surrounded by it. How do you really refocus? The most I got to remind you who he is. But in this situation, he just said, I am that I am. I am that I am. A higher, a sure, a higher. I am. And you know, a lot of our brothers take that to me. He said that's his name. And I'm not going to go into that aspect of that, but he did say a higher. And, you know, Moses went to him, went to Pharaoh, said, look, man, y'all sent me. He said, uh, that lets people go. To my understanding, especially based on the show from last week, Brad and Darian was just talking about this a little bit. Um, Pharaoh wanted to let them go initially, but the most high hardened his heart. So Pharaoh couldn't get no credit for it. All the credit was due to the most high. He brought them out with, with a mighty hand and a, and a stretched out arm. He, he wrought with them in the wilderness for his name's sake because the surrounding nations was watching. Who is this God of the Hebrews that got Pharaoh shook, that dropped blood in the Nile, that put frogs on these people, that called locusts to come and f- boils and flies, gnats, whatever they was, killing kids. Who is this God? Dagon can't do that. Moloch can't do that. Baal can't do that. See what happened when Elijah got all the prophets to build together, taunting them. Man, y'all need to dance. Y'all need to yell louder. Maybe your guys sleep. Cut yourself. You know, do something to wake them up. Maybe you're on vacation. Nothing ever happened. The Most High came through, burnt the altar up, sacrificed, drunk the water. All right, with fire. That's real. They're like, man, who is this guy? So the world has always been watching us. They've always been watching. The world knows who we are. We don't know who we are. But I'm going to tell you, that's what he put me here for, to educate the masses, to get the soldiers ready. So moving on along, they get out. A lot of stuff happened in the wilderness. We ain't got going to all that. 
condensing it. But he never left his people. He guided them out. He could have took them the short way, but they might have seen how how big the Philistines was and uh, got scared. Made him look soft because he might have gave the command, crush these big jokers. But, you know, human nature, flesh would have kicked in. They got scared. He's like, I'll go the other way. And he took him wherever he took him at. They got there. You know. The man Josh would take control, take the helm. I ain't gonna act like I know everything about Josh. I know they marched around Jericho and the walls fell down. I probably should know more about the brother. But um moving on down the line, you see how the different judges come on the scene, how the children of Israel Every time they, they're around a, a new nation, they lose sight of the Most High. He had come through, here, here, here. He gave them a system to, to, to remind themselves who he is. Because once a year, for the, for, the, for the covering of their sins, some blood had to be shed. So he was keeping in mind, he was keeping us abreast of the fact that at some point in time, something going to have to die. Because y'all keep messing up because he was killing all these animals, but the something was his son. Someone, not really something, but they was killing things. Uh, as a, as a, as a, you know, uh, it wasn't exactly what it was, but it was symbolizing what was going to come. And it wasn't, it wasn't uh, a walking around with a little bowl some blood and every now and then you flick some blood. Ah, they man, the priest, the priest used to get it in. They was in there cutting throats, cutting guts, man, ripping out organs, slinging blood on the people. And you on the front row, you gonna get it. You know, salt on the walls. It's man, that's what sin requires. It's messy. The cleanup, the cleanup process is vicious. And um. They did that, they did that, they did that. He sent his prophets, constantly sending his prophets. He's sending prophets now, trying to wake up people's minds and, and, and take them back to the beginning, to the basics, and recognize that just like in Egypt, just like in Babylon, when Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, and Daniel were taken captive in Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar wanted them to learn the language of the Chaldeans, eat their food, dress like them. He wanted to make them like them so he can get credit for the intellect, the level of understanding and the, and the, and the physical uh, superiority that they had over the Babylonian kids. These was teenagers, you know what I'm saying? Daniel and his three homies. Daniel like, nah. Man, with all due respect, King, we're going to stick with these, these nuts and grains and this fruit. We don't want none of that steak. We don't need no no pork chops. We don't need no lobster. You know, scallops and scampies and scampy. <laughs> we don't need none of that. We're going to eat this. And uh, we know the story at the end. It was in better shape. If we done came over here and got Americanized, man, we eat burgers, fries, milkshakes, Slurpees, Frappuccino, Cappuccino, coffee, mocha latte, beer, liquor, wine, hot dogs, 
You know, what is a hot dog? What's in the dog, Joe? We don't know. We just eating it. They tell us on the package it contains hydro soda glutamate and, and all this other stuff that we can't even say, but we eat it. All praise of the most how we ain't dead because he's preserving us. He's preserving us. Most nutrients are poisonous. Do a little research. Um, the FDA will tell you that themselves. It's, it's all documented information. Internet is a vicious jump. It's good for more than porn. And uh, uploading songs for free. Um, but he dealt with them through all that. But there's a portion of history that's missing. A portion of captivity or a period of captivity that's missing. You know, because Darius is it Darius to me or Darius the Persian? Osiris. Might have been Cyrus the Persian. Let the children of Israel go once he conquered Babylon and so they could return to Jerusalem when they rebuilt the temple. The second temple. That was around 370-something A.D. B.C., I'm sorry. 370-something B.C. And here you got you got Matthew starting at 26 A.D. So B.C. and A.D. separates time before the Savior and then after the Savior. So by the time Matthew comes on the scene, the Savior is He's 26, but stories are being told of before he was born and his childhood. But time frame wise, he's 26. So he's already a man of sorts when this New Testament uh, begins to be written. 397, 390 something to 27. It's like 400 some years. There was a kingdom that was ruling during that time, they're not talked about in here. Not the kingdom of Greece. They were in the statue. It was a head of gold, Babylon. Chest, arms, silver, meat in Persia. Waist, I believe, thighs, whatever. Of uh, brass, bronze, Greece. The midsection was Greece. You know, the, the head, the chest, and the arms. Babylon and Medo-Persia. The understanding of this beast power began in Babylon. Confusion starts up here. The strategic placing of different entities for the finishing of the devil's work was done through Medes and the Persians. Placing different individuals here and there for the... The core that holds all this garbage together, Greece established that. They were the philosophers. They were the thinkers. They came up with the concepts of how to implement this garbage and be successful at it. Now, Rome, the legs, you can't stand up without your legs. This, this whole conglomerate Stands on Roman principle, but the feet, iron and clay, 
the, the, the part of the body that kicked the door in. That's going to stomp you when you're down. It's going to kick your butt. That's us. That's the United States of America. Iron and clay. We mixed with a little Rome. Rome got their hand in everything over here. And, um, you know, people, people lost their life. Their lives for, you know, telling the truth. But um, where we at now in this thing, you got the most highest people having been taken by their enemies' enemies from an area of Africa that they fled to because Alexander the Great kept whooping their butts during that time. I think it was around like not 70 AD is when Rome ran down on them. That's when they, that's when they ran down into, into the lower parts of Africa. Um, so prior to that, around probably about 360, 350 something, if not 200 something. Yeah, 200, because I think Socrates and Plato and all them jokers lived. Even Judas Maccabeus, I think he was alive like around 170 something BC. You had Greece. Man, Greece came through. Greece came through and they was real strategic. They didn't just destroy the Temple of the Most High. They desecrated the Temple of the Most High because aside from damaging the edifice, the structure, they reinstituted the secret things. They got, they got their hands on the secret things when they ran up in the temple, you know, like the, the order of service, you know, the, the ceremony, the, the, the traditional rituals that were chosen by the Most High. See, traditions of men, he don't rock with. He had his own traditions in place. His own rituals that we've gotten way, way far away from. Everything we do is Roman. It's papal. Everything we do. And I don't care what church you go to. It stems from there. Um, well, maybe not all the churches. Yeah, probably so. Probably all of them. Maybe not all faiths. But definitely, if you're in a church, it's probably set up like some cathedral or somewhere over there. But when, 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 uh, oh, 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 uh, Antiochus Epiphanes, um, one of one of one of one of Alexander the Great's uh, captains, I believe, or generals in an army. When uh, when Bruh came on the scene, he was real foul with it too. I mean, they used to come into Jerusalem and just whoop them, kill them, uh, take the beautiful women and the kids captive, kill the men, and leave like the feeble men and you know the the, the less desirable women. They were basically just weakening the nation of Israel, uh, by killing the strong, removing their ability to reproduce, taking the beautiful women, leaving the unsightly women and the feeble old and the, uh, who they ain't really gonna, you know, if you, you know, you, you know, you put something less than with something less than, you probably can get something less than, uh, less than physically able, less than, uh, just less. So, they knew that the devil had a game plan. I'm going to break them down. Break them down. But, you know, man, the most high is like that. You see where we at now? You know, we, 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 we strong. We healthy. We, we, got, we, we look decent. You know, he, uh, that's because he picked us. They tried to wipe us out, man. The, the, the Maccabees just say where the nations, when the nations saw that Israel was not all the way, I'm not quoting, when they saw that Israel was not all the way defeated, that they did not throw the tile in, 
the nation, the real nation of Israel, the 12 tribes, not the Ashkenazis that's over there faking. When the nations surrounded saw that, that these people are resilient, they became confederate against Israel. Then, 100-some B.C., before Christ, in bed with Greece, the nations around, like, ah, we don't like them. It's way before the United States of America came on the scene. And the big dogs ain't even got the barking at. Rome ain't even got the ball. And Rome gets the ball. This is our hard, uh, who was it, Caesar, Augustus, one of them. I think Caligula was the one that was alive after this. He might have been the one that crucified the Savior or, or gave the stamp. Maybe not. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Um, but a Caesar, I believe, he sent out a, a, a decree to kill all the, the, the kids. I think it was just the Hebrews. It might have just been all the Hebrew kids. Or it might have been all the kids in the prime. I know it wasn't his own kids. Two years and under. Because it was said a baby had been born. You know, the, the, the child of the promise. And um, needless to say, all praise of the Most High, Joseph listened. He took his wife. He rolled out. Everything working out the way the Most High planned it. You know, the Savior came on the scene. He uh, grew up in the hood. You know, the question was asking, anything good come out of Nazareth? Can anything good come out of D.C.? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Savior came out of Nazareth. He attempted during his time to open up the eyes of the, the professed leaders in the church to show them the truth, who he really is. They didn't see him. They were too busy enforcing the law. They were so busy enforcing the law that they couldn't see the lawgiver standing right in front of them. And if he chose to have mercy because he is the one that gave the law, who are they to say, who are we to say that the most high can't be merciful on us lawbreakers? Doesn't make sense. But he showed his mercy and his compassion when he died on the cross and he asked his father to forgive the people that killed him because they didn't know what they were doing. We don't know what we're doing. We're stupid. We're dumb as a box of rocks. You know, a box of rocks is inside of a bigger box of even dumber rocks. You know, when we should be trees. Shout out to Ed. You know, he, rocks and trees, man. Nephew like that with the thinking. It's deep. I ain't even going to it. I'm going to let him come on the show and break it down. But, man, dumb as a box of rocks. Ignorant. We're perishing for a lack of knowledge. But we think we're rich and increased with goods and in need of nothing. And we're poor, wretched, blind, and naked. Most High is counseling us to buy of him gold tried in the fire. Pure gold. Not this gold plate of stuff that's going to turn your neck green or give you a rash. But you want to look a certain way. You want to look like Egypt, even if it costs you your neck. Don't make sense to me. Uh, I'd rather be a peculiar people and, and stand out. I'll be the sore thumb. But understand. Understand. When we were scattered, we came here, we came to South America, and probably some other places, you know, the, 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 the Caribbean. This is where we've been oppressed at. But when you look at, 
I don't know the role that the Caribbean plays in prophecy. I don't know the role that South America plays in, in prophecy. I don't know that Canada has a role in prophecy, but the United States of America does. Our enemies' enemies, one of them, because it, it spans many waters. You got one foot here and one foot in Rome. You know, District of Columbia and Vatican City it might as well be twins. Now, and um, we here. We've been taught the language of the Chaldeans. We've been given the diet of the Chaldeans. We, we dress like them. We act like them. We think like them. We reason like them. And they gave us our information. What I mean when I say that is, it's not possible for a deceiver to be successful in his deception unless he's already dissected that which he's going to use to deceive and he himself understands the inner workings of that thing. A true deceiver is not going to just throw garbage out there, even though it's going to be a lie. It's going to be the truth masked in error. That's how a true deceiver works. Because for real, for real, he wants to believe himself. So it's got to be believable, which means it has to be researchable. But if I cover it up just enough to where you're only going to get what I want you to have unless you go beyond me, unless you go beyond all the understanding that I've laid out there at your disposal, then you're only going to gain the, the knowledge that I would have you to gain. You're only going to see the context that I want you to see. You're only going to see the perspective that I've created for you to see. And, and that's what, that's the role Greece played in it, you know, and, 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 you know, you basing everything on rhetoric, your whole understanding, your, your whole conversation piece is, is just frivolous. And Rome, man, whoever want to believe it, let him believe it. If a man chooses to be deceived, let him be deceived. That's, that's a law over there. Who are you to tell that man that I'm lying to him? When I'm trying to work something with this dude right here, mind your business. For I come for you. Rome like Rome, Rome, Rome will come for you. They come in now. He's like a leopard. He's subtle. He's subtle with it. But we've 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 been deceived. We are carrying on in the ways of Babylon, in our dress, our speech, our understanding, our our faith. The strong delusion is a faith-based delusion. Um. It was designed by the Most High to punish the spiritual aspect of human beings because they keep turning away from the Ruach. He's going to punish the physical and, the, and, the, and hell's fire. But since you want to keep not choosing his statutes and his laws, then he said in Ezekiel, I'm going to send you statutes and laws that ain't good. He stamped that however many years later with this you know second thessalonians 2 because there's no love for truth the strong delusion is it's like a it's like a thick fog that that makes it possible to believe the lie you can't see your brain is cloudy, your vision is blurred, your ears got water in them, or snot or something thick that's keeping you from being able to hear and see and smell and taste truth. 
So you just become, you become accustomed to the lie. This is Real Talk 101, the devil exposed. The lie that has been perpetuated in this country, it hides behind the veil of Christianity. Do what you want to do with it. Dig. Look at what the history of the Christian church is. The Savior never gave the command to go ye therefore and kill anybody that don't accept the message you have for them. He said go and teach the things that I commanded you. Not the things that, you know, these bishops and cardinals and pastors and whatever say that he said. Nah, what did I say? Go see what he said. If you go into a town, you got a message for them and they don't receive it. Man, take your blessing back. Clean off your feet and keep it moving. He ain't say, man, string everybody up in the house. Line them up. Kill them. Execution style. Rape their wife. You know, do something to their daughter. You know, do something to the old people. Nah. That's not how he rocked. He healed, though. He healed people. He raised people from the dead. He gave life. He didn't take it. He's a life giver. He could have took a lot of lives. Even when the, even when the, even when his divinity flashed through in Gethsemane. Pen of inspiration say the angel was dead. The men fell back as if they were dead. They didn't die. <coughs> That's still mercy. But this beast, beast ain't got no mercy, Joe. And they ain't even got started. The Inquisition was nothing. They got a big gun called the United States Armed Forces. It's a big gun. <laughs> we can sit 15 miles off your country's coastline and bust your behind and you'll never see it. I prefer the up close and personal. But the most high wants his people to wake up. Said you had me for an hour. I didn't know that's what I was going to say. I actually wanted to talk about something else. Oh, I didn't ask them for information. All I know is the last Sabbath in May. This is May. <coughs> what is the last Sabbath in May? Um, uh, uh, let me see. The 25th of this month, I've been asked to uh, speak. I want to say be a presenter, but speak at this this uh, <clears throat> is a youth event at a Metropolitan SDA Church on a Riggs Road. Uh, I think that's Highsville, Maryland. I got to get back. I mean, I'll be back on here before then with the time, but um, all praise to the Most High. Speaking on transparency, incarceration, and something else. Might have been, you know, 
addiction or, you know, uh, having a kid out of wedlock or something like that. I don't know. Whatever it is, I told you. I mean, I ain't got no problem talking about my story, my testimony, my experience. What the most high allowed me to have it for so I could talk about it. Um, know who you are. Know that you're chosen and ha- always have been. And I ain't got, like I said, I ain't racist. I ain't got nothing against white people. There's a wild olive branch that has been <clears throat> grafted in. But he picked picked us. He picked us for the purpose of making truth clear. First of all, reopening people's minds to what the truth is. Question is, do you want your mind open? Do you even want to see? If you don't want to see, close your eyes and jump. Go on about your business. Get out the way. But that's in love. If you don't want to see, just close your eyes and jump head first and just go and get it over with. Because other than that, you have to be able to stand with your head up and look the devil square in his eyes and say, I know where my help come from. <coughs> my help coming from Yahweh. Um, Lord in Hebrew means Baal. It's all there. All the information is there. I'm about to, I'm about to shut it down, bro. I'm about to shut it down. Um, I was going to do some semantic flow. Uh, but. Yeah, why not? Knock, knock, knock. There's something trying to get in my soul. My brain is cloudy. I'm feeling like this thing getting old. It's too late for excuses. Made this bed, now I'm laying on bruises, got scrapes and scars. We got to forget the money, jewelry, and cars. Take time to think. Stay clear of all the clubs and the bars, because time's running out. Before you know, the sky will be open. And then when you look, all you're going to see is mountains of smoking. Yeah. It's true, so trust your instinct. Sometimes you got to chill, lay back, stop and think, because these streets ain't playing. (laughs) Then again, they play for keeping. You slip up and lose your grip, you guaranteed to end up sleeping six feet deep. You on your back, I hope your bag was packed. It's a long trip. If you ain't right, your butt ain't coming back. There's no second chance. No round two, the buck stops here. You shouldn't have listened when you let the devil spit in your ear. But you did, and he won. He told you, shoot, you bust that gun. He said, take so you took. He read your butt just like a book. He said, run. You started moving. Out there cruising for bruising. You guaranteed to end up losing. If you're choosing not to fight, so let Yah elevate your mind. And in the end, you'll do what's right. Straight up. Jeer. This here flow about me. This young knucklehead brother from the D.C. Preserved by Yah through his mercy. Now I'm taking this journey. I got my eyes on eternity. I'm rolling the sea. Yahweh shot. This here a flow about me. This young knucklehead brother from the D.C. Preserved by Yah through his mercy. Now I'm taking this journey. I got my eyes on eternity. I'm rolling the sea. Yahweh shot. I started life off with. Come to find out from my moms I wasn't supposed to be here. She had an IUD. 
intrauterine device, intrauterine device, how do you say? She had an IUD. And just in case you didn't know, when she removed that thing, this little egg was supposed to go. But this little soldier held on. And I've been holding ever since onto the truth that has kept me from wholly, completely falling off the fence. He keeps me sane in the midst of this nonsense when my mind starts slipping. Brings me back in subjection to him. His mercy is never ending. I got a story to tell you about this brother from D.C. Put here to rock this world. And yeah, I'm repping Elohim. This same one, OJB, Big O, that soldier that held on, still out here trying to find me, singing that same old boring song. I slipped and dipped when I had to, sold coke and weed, and still I'm broke. I drank and smoked like a madman. I smoked until I choked. Now you see it's a joke. Trying to get back got me itching. In my mind, I be rumbling. Still, I'm ending up with stitches. Got to get it together. Because like y'all said, he coming back. It's like no matter the weather, we have to prepare for attack. Whether you winning or losing, people, we got to stop boozing. No more sniffing and choking. No more sticking and poking. The spirit ready and willing. And we bojangling and chilling. Making y'all look like a punk. While that punk devil here stealing. See hood proud. We here to tell you. That we making the move. We going hard with your holler. So just keep with the groove. Sermonic flow is what he gave us. Spitting truth is a blessing. Big old. We came hard in this piece to teach the devil a lesson. Straight up. Jit. This here a flow about me. It's your knucklehead brother from the D.C. Preserved by Yah through his mercy. Now I'm taking this journey. I got my eyes on eternity. I'm rolling the sea. Yahweh Shai. I believe I always did. When I was praying to Jesus, I still saw him as a brother. Not that I'm racist. Color ain't got nothing to do with it. Brain never tell me, man, that ain't me. Until I really started asking the question, who am I? Six foot one. 198 and growing. Took me 36 years. Now, it took me 36 years, and now I think I'm finally knowing. Had to sit back and think for a sec. Am I really that bad? Can I really not stop drinking and smoking or can I not be glad or am I just destined for failure and constant falling as I go? And like the voice of a mighty rushing wind, I heard no. I said, is that you, Holy Spirit? I said, I've been with you all along. You keep going backwards and forwards, singing the same old boring song. Young man, I'm bigger than all your issues. I'm here to get you going. You need to start trusting me and stop that thinking that you know. And y'all gave you life for a purpose and it's to set these captives free. Go comfort widows and feed the homeless so that in time you will see. Not about what you think or feel. It's about you helping others. You're a weapon. That's why I gave you to your mother. You want to know who you are? You're a sinner saved by grace, which makes you a child of the king. 
a power figure in this race. Your job is to ready these soldiers. You receive your instruction from me. Y'all has a plan for your life. That's something that starts with you and me. We got to get on the same page because, boy, I'm tired of your plan. I'm tired of listening to your drunk advice. Start praying. Stop the land. I asked you. What's the deal? You want to make it into what? This thing takes practice and perseverance. There's no such thing as luck. Stop all that passing the buck. and Own up to your thoughts and actions. You're a human. Sinning's a natural reaction. When you're not reading the strength of your walk or praying the strength of your talk, you're walking and talking in darkness right for the devil to stalk. Experiences like these can often leave yourself debating. Is it time to unleash this power or is there time for wasting? You're getting that feeling of uselessness and start thinking you can't do it. Looking to self to succeed in this life. You're tripping about to lose it. Hold on to Yah and your knowledge of him. Don't trade that in for nothing. Satan's a liar. And Yah done told you that his M.O. is straight about bluffing. He's full of that same old stuff and backwards looking is his method. Missing what Yah has in front of you. Perfections why you're tested. Blessed and sanctified. Tried and now suited. Ready for this mission. Suited and booted. Saluting Yah and his crew. Set for transition. Son, you're a winner. And you know it. Take life right by the horns. You're a soldier. It's time to show it. So that's why you was born. You want to know who you are? Bend your knees and hit your face. Shoot your petition to Yah. Trust me, I'll help it reach its place. And in the interim, know this here. We was created not to feel no fear. To rumble, not stumble and fumble and hear when Yah's in our ear. Your last lap here is going to be a blast. Boy, you came too far. We are members of heaven's elite. Children of Yah is who we are. And he knows. He knows that it's time for us to open our eyes. He's opening our eyes so we can see the, 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 the real BS that's going on behind the scenes. And I personally believe that Yah is going to unfold this thing just like he showed me. You know, the stage has been set and it's time for the curtain to be pulled on the final act of this real life stage play called Humanity. Yah is the author of all. And in his divine wisdom, he exercises the ability to alter our pasts, our presents, and our futures for his name's sake. Y'all better get ready. He's screaming lights, camera. Welcome to the set of these last days. Earth's final motion picture affecting us in a major way. The most critical, serious parts are going to be played by both me and you. Yah sent his Holy Spirit to produce and direct us in what to do. See, he's calling on all his soldiers to be ready to take their stand. I ain't tripping on having no pistol. I got the word of Yah in my hand and in my heart. You got to start somewhere. So it's time to step up and be a man. Verily, verily, I tell you, noted from the start that Yah had a plan. It was to send his son to die so that he can kick it with me and you. I'm telling you, the devil is a lie. And he don't want you to make it through. See, he keep filling our heads with that old stuff. Like there ain't nothing that we can do. I'm telling you, family, that's all bluff. With Yah, there's nothing that we can't do. Let's get the mountain moving. Now it's time to make our callings and elections sure. 
the time is winding down. The Holy Spirit banging at your door. See, Yah, he loves us more than we could ever, ever begin to know. He put us here to change the script and not just to be part of the show. Now, listen. Coming to the realm of the omniscient. And with this mission that we on. Coming to the realm of the omniscient with this mission, we on it. And you know he'll never leave us hanging. He keeps us banging, pumping scripture. And with this fixture, we bound to make it to heaven. With angels singing. Worthy is the lamb that was slain from foundation. None could overrule him. And the world leaves desolations. They tore asunder. As they wondered at the power he was demonstrating. None could ever dispute him. And still we waste our time on speculating. Christ spoke the truth. We got to believe it. It's time to stop playing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to have a plan. You know what I'm saying? Start praying. You know what I'm saying? Because Yah, he got a plan. You know what I'm saying? The Holy Spirit's about to be withdrawn from this earth. And we're still jeffing and playing. Walking around like we got time to waste on how we feel. I feel there's no time for wasting. Yah is patient and he's waiting on his people to see that he's the only one that can save him. He sent his son to die to save a wretch like you and me. It's time to step up and wrap him. The Bible says he took some fish and bread and fed some thousands. And it said he turned some water to wine and gave a crippled dude a spine. He made this crazy dude sane by speaking life into his brain. And if we roll with Yahweh, for me and you, he'll do the same. He parted seas in them old days when he brought his people out of Egypt. He kept them safe, he kept them safe in the desert for 40 years and ain't even leave them. They had a rock that gave water. And he made some bread fall from the sky. And after all that he did for them, we still tripping out here asking him why. Hamashiach Yahawashai was a brother who walked the face of this earth about 2,000 some years ago. He made it clear before he left his disciples that he was coming back. And I believe him. So check this out. This is what that means. That means Yahshua is coming back. I said Yahshua is coming back. Yahoshua was coming back. Yahoshua is coming back. Yeshia is coming back. Yeah. Yeshia is coming back. Yahawashai is coming back. My man. He coming back to real life, open up graves to take the dead and live and save with him to heaven. Like he said, and ain't nobody going to stop him. To reign with Christ a thousand years. Slim. Let me help you to something. You best believe that party just going to be starting. To be among those he redeemed from the earth, your worth is uncomparable. You're blessed and beloved by Yahweh. Stop walking around stuck in deflate mode, chased, bewildered like unrepairable. There's nothing that's too hard for Yahweh. I used to kick it hard with bone as a youth. You can tell in this composition. If misused, it'll lead a brother astray. But understanding what the truth is, I flipped it. It's aiding me on this mission. Holy Spirit simply having his way. I ain't relying on no breakdown humanly. Nothing but what the words say. Yah done said it, so let's make this thing happen. He put the power in our hands to rebuke, subdue, and cast out demons. Put your glove on. Get your big hand to smack it. He coming back. So stop playing. On that note, I'm a, uh, I'm a roll. You know, all praise of the Most High. Uh, I hope 
somebody got something from this little lesson study. Um, I can't roll without going to the word. And I told myself uh, I was going to flip to whatever he gave me. Um, and I don't know who this is going to speak to. Um, it says, this is Second Chronicles chapter 10. This is what I, this is what I opened up to. Starting at verse four, I got verse four highlighted. I got verse six highlighted, verse seven, verse eight highlighted. Thy father made I yoke grievous. This is verse four, Second Chronicles chapter 10. Thy father made I yoke grievous. Verse one, and Rehoboam, and Rehoboam went to Shechem, for to Shechem were all Israel come to make him king. And it came to pass when Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, who was in Egypt, whither he had fled from the presence of Solomon, the king, heard it that Jeroboam, Jeroboam turned, returned out of Egypt. And they sent and called him. So and they sent and called him. So Jeroboam. Jeroboam and all Israel came and spake to Rehoboam saying this is Jeroboam and Israel speaking to Rehoboam telling Rehoboam thy father made our yoke grievous Rehoboam, Rehoboam's father made our yoke grievous now therefore ease thou somewhat the grievous servitude of thy father and his heavy yoke that he put upon us and we will serve thee and he said unto them, come again unto me after three days. And the people departed. And King Rehoboam took counsel with the old men that had stood before Solomon, his father, while he had lived, saying, what counsel give ye me to return answer this people? He besought something old that worked for his father. He sought something old that worked for his father. And they spake unto him, saying, If thou be kind to this people, and please them, and speak good words to them, they will be thy servants forever. But he forsook the counsel which the old men gave him, and took counsel with the young men that were brought up with him that stood before him. Okay. So the counsel of the old men, I guess, was good. The counsel of the men that counsel Solomon. He didn't listen to the counsel of the old men, listen to the counsel of the young men that came up with him. And he said unto them, what advice give ye that we may return answer to this people, which have spoken to me saying, ease somewhat the yoke that thy father did put upon us. And the young men that were brought up with him spake unto him saying, thus shalt thou answer the people. That spake unto thee, saying, Thy father made our yoke heavy, but make thou it somewhat lighter for us. Thus shalt thou say unto them, My little finger shall be thicker than my father's loins. For whereas my father put a heavy yoke upon you, I will put more to your yoke. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Jeroboam on the third day. As the king bade, saying, come again to me on the third day. And the king answered them roughly. 
And King Rehoboam forsook the counsel of the old men and answered them after the advice of the young men, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add thereto. My father chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. So the king hearkened not unto the people, for the cause was of Yah, that Yahweh might perform his word, which he spake by the hand of Ahijah, the Shilonite, to Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. And when all Israel saw that the king would not hearken unto them, the people answered the king, saying, What portion have we in David? And we have none inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to your tents, O Israel. And now, David, see to thine own house. So all Israel went to their tents. But as for the children of Israel that dwelt in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then King Rehoboam said, then King Rehoboam sent Hadoram that was over the tribute and the children of Israel stoned him with stones that he died. But King Rehoboam made speed to get him up to his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. And Israel rebelled against the house of David to this day. Israel rebelled against the house of David to this day. I thought that was going to go the other way, to be honest with you. I thought it doesn't go the other way, but it's, it's interesting. The old man, the counsel of his father, gave up something easy to hear. Gave him counsel to, ah, oh, man, you can, you, can, you, can, you can ease up on him. You, 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 you go easy on him. It'd be all right. Then they're going to serve you. The young men that came up with him was like, nah, man. So you think your father was rough? I'm about to bust your head. But that was the most highest plan. The most high didn't intend for the easy listening words of the old men that was spoken to the to Solomon to be the same thing that's received to this generation. It's got to be raw. It's got to be a little more aggressive. It's got to be a little harder than what it was back in the day. That's a part of the plan. And you see, they're going to turn against them. Because they don't want to hear it. They want the easy listening. They want the smooth jazz. They, they can't handle the rock. You know, it, it, it's, it's, this is a microwave generation. They want it easy, fast now. They don't want to cook. You know, man, I made some salmon the other day, Joe. Like that. First time, me and the most high. I ain't going to go into all that right now. But it's got to be different in these last days. I saw this several different ways, and I'm not even going to go into it. But taking it at face value, you would have thought he would have heeded counsel to the same man that counseled his father Solomon, who was said to have been the wisest man that ever lived. He didn't listen to them. He listened to the young men that came up with him. And then listening to them, who, who, whose advice was harsher, it, it brought to, to fruition what the Most High spoke. So... Yeah, it ain't always about doing things the smooth, traditional way. Sometimes you got to break away from tradition and get a little raw. With that being said, bow your head. Most High Hashem, thank you for stopping by. Um, uh, be with your servants. Um, be with Hood Proud. Be with Vox Wade. If anybody that's out here attempting to make truth clear, 
that's digging for truth. Anybody that's digging, seeking, searching, longing, looking, listening, trying to see, uh, show them. Reveal to them you, who you are. Continue to remove the strong delusion. Clear the fog. Remove the lie. Ex- expose the lie so that your truth can be can be seen. Um, get Brad, travel mercies. They say he's going to be back like Tuesday or something. You know, be with the mechanics or whatever plane he's going to be flying on. I'm going to pray that no hurt, harm, or dangers come upon him while he's over there. Um, protect us. Keep us safe. Uh, prepare us for what's in store. Fortify our minds with your truth. Allow your ruach to cover us. Uh, keep us mindful to put on the whole armor and not just pieces of it so we can stand in that day and um, give those who are in the positions of leadership that aren't properly teaching your people, give them the, the courage to step down and just get out the way so that you can finish this thing that you've been trying to get finished for the past at least So you can finish what it is that you started. Um, touch Jeanette. Uh, heal her body. Her mind. Spirit. Whatever might be messed up. That goes for all of us. Uh, save us when you come. And any prayer requests. Unspoken. That somebody may have that's watching the show. That's listening. Uh, my father, my uncle, you know, mother, father, son, you know, family, the elderly, my grandmothers, uh, my candy, uh, you know, cousins, enemies, uh, business associates. Uh, be with be with be with the clean green team. And them brothers go out there, man. Antonio, Henry, Lawrence, Mr. Bernard, John, uh, Nate, Dog, uh, Calvin, Kelvin. Um, get them understanding, strengthen them in their efforts, and uh, save us all when you come. Save us from ourselves so we can be ready to meet you when you come. This is my prayer in Yahweh Shai's name. Amen. And with that, my people, um, may the most high Yah bless and keep you this week. And as always, seek truth. Deuces. Till the next time. So tell me, what is Hood Proud? I mean, basically, Hood Proud is something that the world needs. God has commissioned us to go into the world because there are people hurting. I mean, emotionally, and we're talking my people, we're talking the hood, we're talking people that are struggling to survive. And it's like when they're looking for answers. I mean, you could just say, well, pray, but I mean, they got things that they're trying to accomplish. They got needs that need to be met. So what is Hood Proud? Hood Proud is the complete...